was good. It was good. It was cracking, lacking. Well, we ain't here tonight. <clears throat> Wait for some more people to get in here. Start getting this room filled up. We'll have some interesting conversation tonight. Got a very special guest coming through tonight. <clears throat> yes, sir. Hope everybody's having a good weekend. Hope everybody had a blessed week. Ready to get this thing jumping. Hope everybody picked up some new stuff. Got some nice new toys to play with. Yep. Heard some interesting news. Was read some interesting articles. Diego, what's popping, my man? What's happening with you? Hope I was good with you over there. Across the big pond. Yes, sir. Welcome, Daniel. What's up, my brother? How you doing? <clears throat> Either one of y'all got some new stuff. You got them picked up something new. Well, Diego, I think you if you if you still overseas, where you at, you can't have nothing, can you? I couldn't live in a place like that. I gotta have my freedom. Be able to have what I want to have when I want to have it. As much of it as I want to have. About to go to sleep. What? Ah, oh, that's right. Yeah, it's like four in the morning there or something. Man, that sucks, Diego. You you need to move here, brother. Three oh eight breaking in the barrel now. That's what's up. What kind of three oh eight did you get? <clears throat> You see my workbench back here is a mess. I don't know if y'all can see it's a mess. I got a couple of guns and pieces over there that I'm working on. You working on moving for real? That's what's up, man. Yeah, you need to come over here where you can get some get some freedom. Get access to some, some cool toys. Got all these restrictions. It's 1 a.m. Whew. Man, that's a bit of a time difference. AR-10, brand is top secret. Brand is top secret until later. What? Uh, you got a rabbit up your hat. Uh-huh. Yeah. You must. This must be like a YouTube thing or something. You don't want nobody to know what it is. <clears throat> I've never had an AR-10. To be honest, I don't know if I've even shot an AR-10. To be honest with you, I don't think I have. 
Yeah, I don't think I've ever saw one. You got a teasing. Yep, YouTube thing. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be doing that too. <laughs> right, Diego. It's about freedom, brother. It's about freedom. Ukraine opened my eyes to what all you 2A guys say. Yeah, man. You know, it's like, what up, OG? What's good with your $2? You know, he got that sauce, man, that drip sauce, man, them seasonings. That stuff be banging. I need to get me another order in, man. I've been slipping. Man, that, that sauce, though, man, that drip sauce is crazy. But the whole thing that we be saying here um, about being able to have your firearms protected by the Second Amendment, you know, being able to fight off a tyrannical government, this and that, everything that we say in the 2 way community is going on right now in Ukraine. My goal is to have a shooting sub, one MOA, at 100 yards, then I do the review. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure, $2. You know I'm done. I'm definitely going to get an order in. I hope you're bringing plenty of sauce to Nashville. If you bring it to Nashville, I might just wait and get it then. <clears throat> yeah, I think it opened up a lot of people's eyes to what we be saying. Um, everything going on in Ukraine right now. I think it opened up a lot of people's eyes, man. I think a lot of people start to see the light. Let's see that, you know what I'm saying? Stuff can go sideways real quick, you know what I mean? Because stuff will jump off and go sideways real fast. Yeah, we got a special guest supposed to be coming through tonight. It's a good brother, though. Chopped it up with him before. He definitely would have some insight on some stuff. But yeah, I just, I feel like everybody should have their freedom, man. You shouldn't be forced to live a certain way. Yeah, Diego up in here, OG. It was 1 a.m. He's still in here. Weak leaders make for bad. Man, that's facts, brother. That is fact. Weak leaders make for bad times. That is nothing but pure facts. And I think the leaders we got out here right now are very weak. Very weak leaders. I don't trust none of them, man. I honestly don't. <clears throat> it's sad to say, but you can't you can't trust them man all they do is lie to us make false promises to us but at the same time you gotta also remember the people that voted them in people that voted them in they had to get voted into that position so if people keep voting these same people in, the same type of people in, we're going to keep having the same type of problems. Two 
two sides of the same coin. Facts. Big facts. It's two sides to, to a coin, and not both sides are good sides. <laughs> I know a lot of people wish they hadn't voted the way that they did vote and uh, they regret it. So we'll see how things go with these midterms. It's, it's, it, midterms will tell you how things are going to end up going in the next, the next one. Bam. Damn, Black Power, brother. What's good with you? Man, what's good, brother? Black Power, how you doing, man? Black Power, brother. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, Thank you out there. On the... oh, you good, man. No apologies, neither. You good. You out there on patrol, little like. <laughs> it would seem like that, my brother. It's always on, on foot for the people, man. Always on foot for the people. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. For y'all who don't know my brother, this is... I, I, should I say General Azrael LeBeau, Commander? What, what are we saying? General Azrael LeBeau. Yes, sir. Uh, the, the founding general um, of the 66th Black Legion. All right. Why don't you give these people a little insight on who you are and what you, what you represent and bring to the table? Black power, black power. Well, first of all, <laughs> I'd like to uh, read your listening audience and of course you my brother with the greeting words assalamu alaikum um and what i represent is basically uh black power black everything um black unity black strength black honor black power all power to the people black sovereignty and yes black supremacy it's that time all right it's that time we as a people have been subjugated for too long, been a victim of America for too long. Mm -hmm. We waking up, our ancestors are coming back, we're waking up. It's time to rightfully take what is ours and, and, and take everything that was taken from our ancestors and, and taken from our people. It's that time. After 500 years of oppression, segregation, Jim Crow, antebellum era. It's most definitely that time. All right. And now, a lot of people, some people may disagree. Some people agree. I think the majority is going to agree. Now, I know the 66 Black Legion. Now, is that that's your organization, correct? Yes, sir. I was formerly the National Minister of Defense for the New Black Panther Party. Um, shortly after the passing of the National Chairman uh, Hashim Akhenaten Nzinga, it then passed to uh, Attorney Malik Zulu Shabazz, who pretty much be, between him and another individual split the party 
mm-hmm. uh, some wanted to go one way while others wanted to go another way. It pretty much divided the pop, the party itself. And then within that led to uh, corruption um, and infiltration on mm-hmm. both sides of the fence. Um, I'm always going to be a Panther to the day that I die, but I will never succumb or subject myself nor people under my command to Cointel Pro uh, 2.0 or uh, basically uh, agent agent provocateurs and combat liberalism. I'll never subject myself nor those under my command to such tyranny. Mm-hmm. So I had to step away from the party and thus create the 66th Black Legion. Okay. Now, is this the same uh, organization that me and you had spoke about when I first interviewed you uh, a couple yep. of years ago? Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, what we're doing is we're trying to um, take, build it on a national level with national leadership and pretty much set our leaderships into place between national, regional, and local. And then we're gonna open up to regular recruiting or regular membership. Okay. But there's a different, this is not just uh, an organization. Anybody can, can start an organization. This is more or less an order. Okay. Um, and the difference between the two is you know when you think of organizations you think of you know again new black panther party uh no disrespect nothing but love for for those true to it and the party still love my brothers and sisters there when you think of organizations you think qep newton gun club mm-hmm. brothers and sisters with qep and fred hampton gun club same mm-hmm. there but what we represent we are in order and the difference between an order and an organization is when you think of order you think of um the knights templar organizations like that and that that's one of the main differences okay i got you so see i'm a mason so right we're, we're our fraternal organization which the templars are a part of that as well so i see what you're saying so What's the difference in what you're doing versus the Panthers, if any difference, other than the tyranny, you know? Really, really there is no difference. The main difference is just as you said, the Masons were more of a Masons, not linked to the Masonic temple, but a but but you understand the setup. You see what I'm saying? And, and this again, like I said, is an order. You can't just jump into an order and join it. Um, right. With an organization, you can just leave at free will or come in and, you know, even if you have the worst intentions, you pretty much, you know, can can just dis- come in and dismantle. But with an order, it's more uh, honor in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't just, you know, come in any kind of way and definitely just can't leave any kind of way. Gotcha. And again, with the organization, though organizations, they have a pretty good standing 
as far as surviving the test of time. But orders last for centuries upon centuries upon centuries. And, right. and that's what, what I'm in it for, building this as an order. Yeah, because we've been around for centuries. We're the largest fraternal order on the planet. <laughs> we we out there deep. Now, I know the Panthers have been involved in a lot of the, the marches and stuff going on uh, due to stuff happening between law enforcement and African-American males and females, whatever, in general. You know, I know y'all been very vocal. And now you've got the 66 Legion, Black Legion. Are y'all going to be still carrying on that same I, you know, that same type of stuff. Most, most definitely. And we look mm. to even take it up to levels that even, and again, no disrespect, but we look to take, even take it past that if, if need be. Um, and, and, and it hurts to say, some people may be shocked by it, but with the 66 Black Legion, we're not just going to be out just because a camera is out. We're right. not going to come out just because the media is out. And we're not Facebook revolutionaries or Instagram revolutionaries, TikTok revolutionaries. That's not us. When we come, we come full force, 100% um, in militant revolutionary style. This is not a kumbaya party. This is not a tiptoe around the damn tulip party. When we come up, there's a reason why we're out. And we are true to the cause of revolution for the liberation of our people by any means necessary. Now, are y'all gonna be like, are y'all, well not are y'all gonna be like, but are y'all like, as far as size wise, are you a, a large enough organ, uh, order that you can effectively make a difference right now or is it still are you still in the early building phases it's both oh. it, 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 it's both one thing about the order we are based on military strategy to the extent that uh and even if you look at at the animal kingdom um and i'm just going to use an example it's not one of our particular uh totem animals but i'm just going to paint the visual um our numbers are like the hyena on the savannah you understand where i'm coming from whereas you may see the one in front of you but you won't okay. see the 15 or 20 that's behind you right right you will never know our numbers no one will ever know who is who within the order okay and that's smart you know, that protects people, and it also keeps an element of surprise. Right. <laughs> and, and again, um, when we come out, we're coming out to serve a purpose. Again, not just to be out in front of a camera, not for, not for the clout, not out here just to say, you know, look at what we are doing. It's not even about that. It's about the service to our people, the protection for our people, the need fulfilling the needs of our people above all things. So we got a question here for you. It says, uh, is your organization or order 
working with young men and women to better the li- better their lives, such as juveniles in jail and keeping them in school? Yes, most definitely. You cannot reach a community of anybody. I don't care what the race is, but you cannot do anything without reaching the young people first. Right. So the young people are our most valuable and most important asset next to the black woman. So what do y'all what kind of programs do y'all have uh, in place for the youth? So what we have for the youth is uh, education programs, political science, uh, just a bunch of different programs dealing around education and we're still setting up and and trying to best come up with programs that our young people want and need um we're going to be doing a from the table from the farm to the table initiative which teaches our young people how to how to uh, feed themselves and how to grow food for themselves. Everything you would need from the from the farm, from the farmhouse or the farmland to your kitchen table. So that's one of the initiatives that we are setting up now. We are also setting up a. I know you're familiar with like the Girl Scouts, the Boy Scouts. We are looking to do a Black Revolutionary Cub Scouts, kind of like the Panther Cub Scouts. Okay. Which would be basically everything that you would get from the from the Cub Scouts, the Girl Scouts, but catered to our children. I got you. I got you. And what type of um, educational materials um, do y'all have? Because you know what I'm finding now is. You know they don't. They they talk about the uh, the uh, I don't even remember what it's called because it, the term is stupid to me. But they're they're basically removing Black history from education and schools and stuff like that. And uh, what are y'all doing to educate our our kids on their history? I believe you are referring to critical race theory. We will be instilling critical race theory and teaching it to a max. We do not believe, even in the eyes of a child, brainwashing or uh, sugarcoating what was done to our people in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Though there needs to be some discretion due to age and and what the child him or herself can handle we're not going to sugarcoat and we're not gonna you know hide it we will teach it and teach it in its truest rawest form because for too long they have kept our history from us specifically for that purpose and that's i think that's the biggest problem man it's like when you ask young black youth now, who is this person? Who is that person? Like, for example, I was in South Carolina for an event a couple weeks ago. And when I went to, I went in a gas station, I had on a shirt, had Marcus Garvey on it. And uh, young, the, it was a young black lady that was running the register. And before I got ready to walk out, she looked at my shirt. 
And she was like, who is that? I was like, who is who? She said, on your shirt. I said, you don't, you don't know who Marcus Garvey is? And she was like, no, nah, I ain't never heard of him. So I was like, I need you to, to go and, and do some research and, and study up on your history. Right. And, and, and Marcus Garvey is one of my, what I consider a master teacher and one of my most studied uh, individuals within myself. Most of my programs, most of what I am building off of is coming directly from uh, the Honorable Master Teacher Marcus Messiah Garvey. Um, there are children's books that are available uh, that, that teach children um, who some of our greatest revolutionaries and master teachers were. But as far as I go, Master, uh, master Teacher Marcus Messiah Garvey was one of the, is one of the main ones that I'm building my, my, my platform from. Okay. Um, I'm always quoting Marcus Messiah Garvey. Um, yeah. I think we as parents um, should be educating our children on our history and our leaders versus depending on others to do it. And the lack of parents teaching this knowledge to their kids is causing us to lose our, our history in a lot of ways. Because a lot of these kids, like I said, they, they don't know. You know, all they know is Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, you know, but they really don't know about anything about uh, Louis Farrakhan, Elijah Muhammad. They don't know anything about Marcus Garvey. They don't know anything about any of these people. Well, for, well, for the most part, and, and even with the school te from the school teacher, uh, the 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 Sunday school, um, and some of the other places, most of what we do know and what we are taught. I refer to it as teaching about what I call the the house Negro or the safe Negroes to talk about. Um, Martin Luther King, um, Sojourner Truth, um, W.E.D.B. What was W.E.B. Du Bois? Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, Booger T. Washington, Rosa Parks. Those were the safe Negroes to talk about. They're not going to teach about uh, master teacher, Brother Malcolm. They're not going to teach you about Farrakhan. They're not going to teach you about the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. They're, they're not going to teach about um, the, the those who really, really made a difference. They won't teach about Nat Turner, the Honorable Nat Turner. You're not going to hear those conversations who by which I like to add, add who they cannibalized after his lynching. Um, so so that that and that is mostly our fault because most of us who do have the knowledge are still afraid to pass the knowledge on and then allowing this devil to uh whitewash what our, our history and, and and our belief system or or basically wants to keep us um, in another form of slavery, which I, I consider the church as another form of, of mental enslavery, any religion that would tell you to love your master, to love your abuser, 
is a religion that's not meant for our people or for any people. Just like the Honorable Master Messiah Garvey said, any race that teaches you to depend upon another race is a race that will enslave you. And we are seeing that even today. Yeah, I, you know, I, I found it disheartening to see so many people vote the way they did when they voted for Joe Biden in this election and how they, every time you talk to somebody, they're like, well, Donald Trump, he's a racist, this and that. I'm like, but look what Joe Biden did to us. You know what I'm saying? He, he didn't want us to succeed either. None of that party wanted us to succeed. They never did. They designed a system to break us. And so we need our own party. And that's what we really need to do is, is come up with our own party that, that is truly about us and for us. And it's going to do something to actually help us. As far as coming up with our own party, while that may sound like a deal, we must keep in mind that this system has was never meant for us. This system was built to keep us in the dark, to keep us both a slave and enslaved. And there there is a big difference between the two. This part this this right. system was never meant for us to prosper. What we need to do is completely 100% separate from this devil in all fashion, every form fashion that you can think of and build for ourselves. Again, like Marcus Masai Garvey said, it's time that we built a leadership of our own. We have the resources, we have the knowledge and the capacity and the capability to. Right now is the best time. We have no excuses and not to do so. We can no longer place blame on this devil for the simple fact that now that we have everything that's available to us, we're not doing what needs to be done. So we have to take into accountability what we are not doing. when We have every ability and it's within our capacity to right. talk about money. We are the biggest spenders collectively. Collectively, we are the richest nation on the face of this planet. It would be nothing monetarily wise for us to, to get land and build our own nation monetarily wise, collectively wise. We have the mindset and the ability to, to do so. We are the mm -hmm. original man and the original woman. We have always, we are the mother and the father of civilization itself. We were doing this way before this devil was ever in existence. So, so what's the issue and what's the problem now? I think too, so many of us have been brainwashed in a position to think that we have to have certain people help us do everything and build everything that they, they're stuck. I think so many people have gotten comfortable with sitting at home and letting the government 
provide for them as far as welfare, food stamps, things like that, to where they don't want to go out and work and have anything, do anything. That we've got so much division with the introduction of gangs in our society and the drugs and all this stuff and all the fighting. You know, there's a lot of neighborhoods that's it's full of black on black crime. So we're too busy out here killing each other rather than working with each other to build something. Well, you also have to take into consideration that when you lose the thorough knowledge of self and who you are as a people, you begin to take on the mindset and the actions and the behavior of your oppressor. This oppressor by his own history, you know, if you were to take everybody else out of the equation and leave just the white man, him by his own nature is a war culture, is a culture of lying, stealing, killing one another for, for, for little to no purpose at all. And when you take that into consideration and then take into consideration that we were taken from our land, those of us who are who weren't indigenous to this to this land, and you take their their God, you take their religion, their folk race, their mores, when you strip a person of his who he is essentially, that is that's what it's going to lead to, and it's time that we get back to that. It's time we get back to the thorough knowledge of self and thorough knowledge of community. Us by nature, we are a community people. We are a people, one family, one nation. We have always had that mindset until the colonizer came. But it's that mindset that we must get back to. Gotcha. Now, uh, Daniel, God is my judge. Uh, he says, uh, we, all of us are slaves to taxes, this government, uh, local and federal. We can only rent our homes via property taxes. Well, well, it's a funny thing when, when you talk about taxes, um, and it just goes to show that if you really dive down deep into that, they are, we are a slave to no one and nothing, not even taxes. It's just doing the, again, doing the further studies and going through the process to which you don't have to pay taxes and it's legally legally we don't we don't have to pay taxes let, let, let's just be honest um and, and there's a book out there i don't have the book on me right now on hand but but it it dives down deep into the whole tax system um paying taxes and things of this nature we really not supposed to be paying taxes just, just to be clear cut and honest. Oh yeah. We already know that. Yeah, right. Taxes is something that was created just to take from us. I mean, when you think about it, it's basically stealing. They're basically stealing from us. So what do you think we should do well, again, first we need to get the knowledge, the thorough knowledge of self and unify. 
remove ourselves completely from this devil's system and build a system of our own. But how do you do that? How, how do you do that when you got so much uh, division within our people? You know what I'm saying? How do you people? Again, give the people the thorough knowledge of self. Um, our people are a spiritual people and a people of knowledge. We have to see the example. But once we see a working model and example, we will naturally follow suit. No nation could be a nation first without land. So getting land would be one of the first steps. Once you get the land, then you build from there. Do you think if, you, if you've got enough people to actually unify and do this, do you think the people that are truly out there that are lost are going to find their way back and actually unify with everybody else? Or you think they're going to stay lost and would you have to leave them behind? Well, the Honorable, again, again, the Mark, Honorable Marcus Messiah Garber said, I do not wish to take all black people back to Africa because likewise, if you are no good here, you will be no good in Africa. So basically, it's the same model here. Uh, I, I want to free as many of my people and our people as we possibly can who are going to be good to the movement and good for it. But likewise, if you are no good where you're at right now, you will be no good to, to a nation once we, it is established. So what do you think about uh, Michael Render or Killer Mike's idea of, of the new Africa and all that stuff? How do you feel about that? Do you, do you think that is, is truly possible? what he brings to the table and what he what he says about uh, going back to Africa. I haven't really did a lot of research, but I've heard uh, little bits and pieces, but for the most part, I agree. Um, again, Marcus Garvey said the same thing. Um, the leader who's over in Africa, I can't call the brother's name right offhand right now, um, but he's a strong militant leader with, in the motherland and, and I follow him as well, but overall, I agree with most of the, the things that he's put into place and he has spoken about. So I've got, so Killer Mike was one of the co-founders of a, of a bank, a black-owned bank. And uh, I think it's called Greenwood Bank. And, you know, I wanted to support, so I opened up an account with him. And everything's been going pretty good. But yet at the same time, for as long as it took you to get this thing going, there's some stuff that you promised that aren't happening. So things like that is is what I feel like a lot of people, are. they will want to support you, but they'll pull away because you're not keeping up your end of the deal. You know what I'm saying? And it happens a lot in black business. People are like, well, I got this business, but black people won't support me. But when people do try and support you, you either treat them like shit or you don't live up to the hype of what you're saying you're going to offer in your business. Um, do you think things like that will prevent people from joining the movement? 
Most, most definitely, most definitely. Um, people are going to do what they want to do ultimately, but we have to, as leaders and those who are out here doing these things, we have to take in mind and consideration that, that when we are doing these things, when we are leading movements or working for movements or, or whatever it is that we claim that we are doing for our people as a whole, we need to a be aware that we are being watched closely and scrutinized closely we have to to keep our word to the people you can't be out here talking about liberation and and, and freedom and, and i believe in black power or, or or anything while behind closed doors you're scamming the people or you're doing other things to uh uh, hurt the people, for the lack of a better term. Um, a lot of people get into these movements and these organizations for self purposes. Everybody wants a name or a title. Um, everybody wants to be in front of a camera. Everybody wants to have a following. Um, people stealing money from people and stealing money from organizations. Uh, and then you have to look at there's also what, what we come to call uh, Pro 2.0. Um, basically, part two of the Pro movement. Uh, anything that would destroy, demolish, or destabilize Black revolution. And, and you have people, believe it or not, and, and it's within our own community and our own people who right. get into these Black organizations and just because they're not on the front page or just because they're not leading or, or, or have a you know high-ranking position, they'll come in and try to dismantle, cause confusion and turning brother against brother and, and sister against sister and allies against allies. And then you have both men and women who come into this position thinking that this is blackhookup.com. Where they go right. sleep with everybody in the organization, and, and and that's not what true liberation is about. That's not what true freedom is about for our people. Now, do you believe that we can have allies on the other side and still make this work, or do you do you think it's it's a lost cause? When it comes to allies, being a pan Africanist, I do not believe in allyship. I mean, and, and that's from from you know, trying to work with other people myself and seeing it, seeing it always end badly. Um, so I would say, no, there's no such thing as allyship for the simple fact that once that ally is told no or they can't do something, you know, then their true colors start to show. You see what I'm saying? And being a extreme form of pan-Africanism, which is Garveyism is the highest form of nothing is going to be done by black people who aren't black. If you are not African, you're not going to achieve the or, or solve the problems of Africans. Only you can solve your own problems. And then on top of that, no one knows your people. No one loves your people like you do. You see what I'm saying? Right. I mean, you know, there are times where we will have similar agendas. 
where we may be able to come together and and come together for for a particular cause that benefits us both but as far as what you really call allyship i'm sorry to say but i do not now what did you how did you feel or what were your feelings or what are your feelings uh as far as the the black lives matter movement not saying that there are not good people in black lives matter but me personally my feelings on that is we do not need a hashtag to let us know that our lives matter from day one if you truly loved yourself you already knew that your life mattered right and, and then on top of it i don't believe in any organization that is funded for black people that is funded by white people because as long as you are a black organization that is funded by white people you will always have white people who attempt to pull the strings like a puppeteer just like the NAACP the NAACP was started by mostly a white majority and, and the NAACP even now the only thing that they're really concerned with is, is colorism classism you see what I'm saying I, I even knew at one time that that they had what they call the paper bag test and if you couldn't pass that paper bag test you know <laughs> you were considered on the lower scale of the NAACP and, and I can speak about that personally because not only was my mother a part of the NAACP, but my father was as well. Yeah, I was as well. And uh, I didn't renew my and again, That's no disrespect at all. Um, but I have seen too many situations, even now, times, to where uh, NAACP would come out and, and just be blatantly disrespectful. What it seems like they're worried about. Um, with some particular situations was, okay, then did somebody die? Was somebody killed? And if the response is no, then they really don't have nothing to do with it. Right. You know, and again, I at the same time, I have seen some really good people in the NAACP who really are about putting the work in for my, our people. But as a whole, um, some of these organizations, if you are funded by white people, then white people will always be the puppeteers telling us what we can do, what we can't do, what we say, what we can't say. And, and revolution is not something that, that is controlled in, in the matter that a puppeteer controls a puppet. Gotcha. Now, as far as like the, the organizations that we have out here now, I think I think one of them is actually dismantled now, and you probably know the group I'm talking about. They like to shoot themselves at events and whatnot. Um, how, what was your feelings and thoughts on groups like that during all this stuff that was going on the last couple of years? Well, to be honest, we need groups like that again. Quoting, you know, Master Teacher Marcus Beside Garvey, you know what I'm saying? 
uh, he himself said we need to form groups like the KKK so that they, we may be able to protect ourselves, defend ourselves, and do and be able to handle situations when they ar- arise in, in that particular fashion. But one thing positive that I can say about that particular group is, for one, the response time in which they were were able to to be mobilized and sent to any particular location. But what I what I also would like to to put out there is the fact that they weren't just out there by ourselves themselves. That it was a lot of um, collaboration between them and other groups that would also show up when the call was put out. So it wasn't just you know them, but because we were all in the same uniform, everybody just naturally assumed that it was all them. I know I know a lot of the events I went to, uh the Panthers were there as well. So was uh the sixty six there also? The sixty six was not there. Uh though a lot of those a few of those members who are members now were in attendance there. Um but again as I say, we are building and building a, a military force and establishing a security force of our own. So when the time is needed, we will be able to to show up in those type of numbers. But again, this is an order, so you would never know if we were there or not until it was time to to do what needed to be done. Right, right. So do y'all do you think things have calmed down to, now to a point to where if you try and educate our people or educate uh, people in general that things could come together and start building? Or do you think we still got a lot, lot more work to do? It's a combination of both. There's still a lot of work that needs to be done. Um, all I can say is we need to nothing. Nothing is better than the present. Um, we need to, again, educate, um, the knowledge has always been right there right now, especially in a time like now where everything is at our fingertips. So at this point in time, there is no reason why we cannot self-educate. And even with the 66 Black Legion, we have a thorough education course, um, political science, revolutionary science, um, things of this nature. So education is always the first step in all things that, that, that we do, especially when it comes to being out here on the front lines for our people. Right. So do you, are there any books that you recommend people to read to gain a lot more knowledge on their history, on building, what can be done, how to do it, things like that? Right, right. Well, there's a, a, slew of books I would recommend for our people. Uh, Revolutionary Suicide is one book I would highly recommend. Um, The Delectable Negro, that is a book that I would highly recommend. I'm actually in the process uh, of reading that book right now as we speak. Um, There's two tons of books. I actually got a book list that uh that i recommend to anybody 
coming into the Fifty Six Black Legion. I don't have that on me now, but but it, it's a whole long list uh, of literature and, and books that that when you become a Sixty Six Black Legionnaire, that is required. It's required curriculum for our people. Okay. Okay. So y'all are making sure that, that the people coming in into the order are getting educated and getting that knowledge. Yes, sir. Most definitely. Yeah. So y'all are in a lot of ways similar to my order because we have certain knowledge you have to get as well. Uh, we have lots of books that you need to read to get the knowledge. Um, so that's, that's important. Knowledge is key. If you don't have knowledge, man, you don't have any power. Knowledge is power. <laughs> I don't care what nobody said. People think you get money, you get power. Now, knowledge is power. Most definitely, knowledge is the, the, the greatest power that one can can ascertain. And if you don't have that knowledge, then then you're not doing anything at all. But, but more importantly, you have to put action behind that knowledge. Once you attain that knowledge, not be afraid to use that knowledge, and and that's the biggest thing. It's what I tell. You know my people now, when especially when I'm out there for the people, that once you gain the knowledge, you better use that knowledge. And then, especially when it comes to this oppressor, gain the knowledge, use the knowledge. Don't be afraid to articulate the knowledge. And once this devil sees that you have that knowledge and not afraid to use that knowledge, they they treat you in a whole different light. They, they, they even speak to you and, and conduct themselves differently around you. Well, me and you had spoke about something uh, the first time that I interviewed you. And uh, it was something we talked about behind the scenes. Uh, I'll say it involves your logo. And uh, that that's in full swing at this moment. It, it's, it's, it's in motion at this moment. Yes, sir. Uh, so... That that'll be a conversation that we'll be having real soon. Yes, sir. Most definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> Speaking of putting that knowledge to use. <laughs> yeah, so that's something that, that'll be happening here real soon. Now, for anybody out here in the audience, I want to shout out some people real quick. Carver Q, a regular gun guy. What's up, my brother? Rich Homie Ghost, Devil Row, Locked In. Uh, Black Guns and Gardens, uh, Devil Road, True Ghost, uh, Andy Smith, all y'all that came in uh, a little bit late or whatever, or just falling in. I didn't get to speak to y'all when you came in. What's up? Appreciate y'all coming through. Uh, it's my guy, uh, Azrael LeBeau. If you uh, if you want for some of the people that came in late, give them a refresher of who you are and what you what you got going on. Give me one minute, brother. You know, care, taking care of the family. Uh, yeah. Again, again, nothing like family first. Man. That, yes, that's sir. what I try to instill in our people is nothing uh, comes before family and, and nothing comes before our family. Yeah, so for what y'all, for y'all that don't know, this is Azra LeBeau, founding general and commander of the 66 Black Legion. Um, this brother is very well educated, very knowledgeable. 
and uh, he's definitely out here fighting for us as, as a people. Definitely trying to educate people and trying to get people to understand. Uh, my man said you were on IG, on Instagram. IG, uh, uh, I play around with IG. I really haven't had a chance to really uh, do too much on Instagram, but but it's coming. Um, I'm in the process now of building my own platform, which is Revolutionary Black Revolver. Um, yeah. Black Power 365, 24-7. Um, so I've been putting most of my focus into that and creating content um, and I, when I tell you I have two tons of content, I tell you, it's ridiculous. But, you know, working with that and then my little comedy stuff I do every now and then and my Black Power messages I do over uh, TikTok, I really haven't had a chance to really go through Instagram. But it's in the, it's a process in the works. You doing comedy out here? Do what? Oh, you yeah, doing- yeah. I, I'm... Uh, <laughs> I tell you, most of my comedy, it's comedy to us, but uh, offensive to the oppressor. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm always getting shadow banned and locked accounts and jailing. (laughs) You know how the devil is when when you expose the truth. You doing Uh, some of that Paul Mooney stuff? Man, look, Paul Mooney is one of my comedic idols. <laughs> they ask him, uh, what's your TikTok? Uh, what is my TikTok? <laughs> I want to say it's Azrael LeBeau. Um, I'm not even sure. <laughs> I, I'll go and get it. and uh, I'll, yeah, put- yeah, I, I, I'll get you all that information. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, give me that info, man. I'll put it in the description of the video uh, and everything so they can go back and click on it and, and uh, Follow you on there. I know you're on uh, Facebook, so I know they can follow you on there. Most definitely. Um, now I know you got your own podcast you're working on. When are you gonna have that up and going, brother? Yeah. <laughs> like we discussed, I have to get that intro. Once I get that intro down, pack, bro. I'm straight out the gate. <laughs> and, and look, going black power hard all day. I'm telling you, y'all gonna get to the board to where. Like, damn, take a break. As soon, <laughs> as soon as I get that intro down pat, I, I'm an individual uh, of substance and meaning. Even if it's, you know, comedy or or even if it's something low-key, I want every inch of it meaningful. You know what I mean? Right. So, and that's where I'm going with this intro. There's a lot of blatant and hidden meaning behind the intros and things that I'm that I'm working on. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now are you gonna have like a panel on your podcast or is it just gonna be you? It's gonna be both. No. Okay. Now are you uh are you connected with a lot of the, the guys out here like uh what's his name? Is it Ben Sebas? Is that my brother's name? And uh, uh, what's your other girl? 
Michi X and people like that? What do you, you know, are you affiliated with them? You talk to them or what do you think about them? Or Ben X, that's his name, Brother Ben X. I'm familiar with Brother Ben X and, and I have a lot of respect for Brother Ben X. Um, and I've gained a lot of knowledge from um, some of the information that he has put out, but I'm not affiliated with him. Like, like talk about and that's a relationship that I look to grow um, because like I said I, I've learned a lot from that brother and I highly respect that brother this guy here he uh, he said so you like Eddie Murphy Richard Pryor now they were funny back in the day or is there something I need to need educated on about them <laughs> Well, mine of choice was Red Fox, definitely Paul Moody, Richard Pryor, um, Eddie Murphy, definitely. Um, trying to think who else. Dave Chappelle, definitely Dave Chappelle. Uh, Keenan Ivory Williams is, is another one. But but those are my main uh, kings of comedy. So. I think Richard Pryor is probably one of my, if not my favorite, one of my favorites, him and Red Fox. I, I love both of those guys. I like old Eddie Murphy. Uh, and I love Dave Chappelle. I love Dave Chappelle. Not crazy about Kevin Hart. Um, I think, I think the, the ones I named keep it more real to us as a people than a lot of these these cats that's running around here now. Even though they're cracking jokes, there's still a message behind what they're saying if you can read into what they're saying in a lot of what a lot of their material. Right, most definitely. I look at the comedy of today, though there's some good ones out there, uh, Kevin Hart, half the time, um, Aries Spears, uh, definitely Aries Spears. Also, I'm trying to think of the brother's name. Uh, he did Eddie Griffin. Oh, Kevin yeah. Eddie, Eddie Griffin. But a lot of the comics today uh, are kind of watered down compared to, you know, the D.L. Hughley's and, and the Bernie Macs of our time. A lot of them have become watered down um doing whatever they can tap dancing type of material you you see where i'm coming from yeah as as far as you know compared to to those that we grew up with i didn't say he was dead brother (laughs) 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 oh man so do you think a lot of I know a lot of entertainers in our community speak on behalf of other people and try and and get our people to vote certain ways and move certain ways and react to certain situations in certain ways based on what somebody else wants. Um, Do you feel like that is something that's going to grow and get worse over time or you think they're going to start reeling back and be like well they're, they're playing me out here do i need to you know i need to I need to reel this back do you think they can turn around from that like prime example lebron 
Well, in, in, in that case, honestly, not saying that a person can't turn around, but once you start tap dancing, you always going to be looked at as being a tap dancer. And, and sadly, sad enough to say, uh, when, when it comes to our celebrities, a lot of them out here are doing nothing. They're either doing nothing at all for the movement and the advancement of our people, or all they're doing is tap dance. You think that's why people got mad at Ice Cube is because he won't tap dance? Exactly. Exactly. That was one of the main reasons. Yeah, because he won't tap dance. And there's some other comedians, their careers pretty much went in the tank because they wouldn't tap dance. Um, and that was... Um, was a Don DC Curry. He he wouldn't he wouldn't let him put him in a dress. And he said, when they put you in that dress, they got you where they want you. Exactly, exactly. And, and again, that's what I say. Um, we are too busy trying to make that white man happy or satisfy that white man's needs. And and this comes even with Hollywood. I mean, we don't need their Oscars. We don't need their Grammys or, or, or anything else. Why haven't we done our own? I mean, look how look how many people, uh, wealthy people are in Hollywood. You telling me of all the people in Hollywood, all the people in production and filmmaking studios that, that they can't put something together? Right. I mean, money is no option when you get... 15, 20 uh, actors or, or artists who, who got the money right there at the tip of their palm. Money is nothing. So why don't we have our own? Right. And and it's funny because there's a question that just popped up. And it's funny because that literally was about to be my next question. How do you feel about Tyler Perry? <laughs> I'm not going to take anything from Perry. His plays are good. His comedy is good. I'll give him, I always give credit where credit is due. You know, whether you're an ally, whether you're an enemy, whatever it is, I'm going to give you credit where credit is due. But at the same time, it, it it seems like it's a disease of our people that once we get to a certain status, we lose ourselves. You see what I'm saying? Um, we 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 become high and mighty, forget where we come from to a certain extent, um, and, and we become this this monster. And if there's no one there to keep you humble and keep you real. Um, you do more damage to the community than you actually help. I mean, would you put Oprah in that same category? I would definitely put Oprah in that same category, most definitely. I mean, I'm not again, I'm not gonna take away from all the good things that she has done, but at the same time, like I said, how many times she could have spoken up but didn't you see what i'm saying or and it goes for all these celebrities how many times should you have acted but you didn't right and see i, I feel oh i used to love steve harvey 
But I, I, I don't know. I feel like Steve is always trying to get us to jump off the bridge. I don't, I don't really respect him anymore at all. And I guess it's because it seems like everything he talks about, he wants us to, to sell out. And I just, I can't get down with that. Right, right. Um, my my take on once you sell out, once you sell out, you're always going to be a sellout. You will always be controllable to the masses or you will, and you will always be looked at, even if you're not selling out at that particular time, you're always going to be viewed as that. So once, once you're a sellout, that's pretty much it. That's a done deal. Yeah. I try and, you know, like even on my channel, when I make my material, I like myself to be raw. That's why I call this raw and uncut. I like it to be raw. I like it to be kind of grimy. You know what I'm saying? And so people are like, well, this person does this and does that. And they make, they do this and do that. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to water down my content just to appease somebody else or to, to mimic, you know, something that's not me. You know what I'm saying? It's not real to me. And that's just how I am. And, and I move through life like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> You know, I work with white people. I work with black people. I talk to Hispanic people. I deal with all kind of people at work, but I'm still true to me. You know what I'm saying? And they know where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? They know where my mindset is. They know where I stand. You know what I'm saying? So this is this is how I try and move through life. <laughs> Understood, brother. Most definitely. Um, and, and, and sometimes it is what you got to do, um, you know, just get through through life. Um, my main focus, again, is for the people, for this revolution, for our liberation. So everything I do is, is geared and centered around that and centered around family. Those right. are my, my two uh, biggest, um, trying to look at the right motivations in life family first and then our people right right and you know i I won't i with this platform i want people to be able to come on speak freely express themselves say what they want to say how they want to say it no watered down stuff you know what i'm saying say what you want to say you know what i'm saying but some people feel like if you do that it puts a dark shadow over you you know what i'm saying and then you know i'm like nah it's people speaking from the heart. You know what I'm saying? And so in my heart, I want our people to grow. I want our people to be strong. I want our people to build, uh, you know, wealth for their families now and in the future. You know what I'm saying? I want our families to have land. I want our families to, to take ownership in everything. But at the same time, I need these people to stop tap dancing everywhere. <laughs> I need them to stop, man. Sambo and Uncle Tom. Well, Sambo is the correct is the correct term for it. Stop stop all that Sambo uh acting and, and, and tap dancing for this devil and oppressor. Yeah. 
Yeah, we got to have generational wealth, man. And it starts, you know, it's going to start now. It's going to start with you, you know. So that's why I'm trying to get a lot of things off the ground and running because I'm trying to I'm trying to build that. You know what I'm saying? I want to have when my, when I leave here, I want people to say, "Damn, he did that. He took care of his family. They good. They straight." You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm working on trying to build. I want to provide jobs for our people, but I need our people to step up and stop being stop being stop being brainwashed and stop being conniving and and doing a lot of the stuff that we do out here. You know what I'm saying? Because you try and give people a job, and they're still from you. You try and give people a home, they're still from you. You know what I'm saying? And I can't have people doing that, you know, uh, in my business. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm working to try and figure out the best place to find brothers that's got the education, that's got the hunger, and wants that knowledge, and will put in that work to help build stuff. You know what I mean? If you know some brothers, if you know some brothers that's on that same mindset, me and you gonna have to talk after we get out here. We got we gotta talk. We gotta talk about some stuff. For real, most for real. Definitely, most definitely. Again, I'm with the family. So as soon as I <laughs> our boys down for the night, hey brother, hey, look, you know, we need to have that conversation, brother. <laughs> yeah, we need to chop it up. Because you know, we we had talked about some stuff in the past, and I've been, you know, I've been a lot been going on the last couple of years. So, you know, between this whole COVID thing and everything, it's, it's been a lot been going on. So uh, there's some stuff that's, that's in motion. That's, I'm going to say that. It's, we definitely need to chop it up. <laughs> now, do you, how, where do you see your, your order in the next, say, five years? Where do you see how? Well, it's for the future of the 66 Black Legion. Um, Within the next five years, I, I hope to have and I see ourselves in every state and every region doing what should have been done by some of these organizations who are already out here. I look to completely 100% free our people or at least get to the point to where we can stop relying on this oppressive system and start relying more on our people. And this includes security. This includes in some aspects through programs and, and things that we're going to offer. Also, this uh, goes for security training and, and, and other programs that we are uh, that are on the tables that we're discussing. I look to have all these programs that we are working on out in the open and up and running, basically. Are y'all planning on providing uh, like actual jobs for people in the order to do hold certain positions and, and things like that? Yes, most definitely. Um, it, it, it's a whole, like I said, I can't reveal too much. Right, um, right. I'll be violate, violating my own tenants or our own tenants in doing so. But again, hey, we'll talk. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, because I know a lot of, you know, people volunteer time and stuff like that. Um, and it's, it's hard to find people to give you 
quality work ethic when they're not getting paid. So I, I understand, you know, I, I feel you. We're, we're wrapped. Um, now, there's another organization that's supposed to be unifying the community. Uh, it's another black organization on this 2A side, and I'm sure you probably heard of them. Um, I don't want to say no names, but I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. It's a gun order organization. So how do you feel or what do you feel about them? Hey, what's up, who to who? Um, if, if it's the particular uh, gun organization that I think you referred to, uh, those, those are brother, those are brother and sister comrades in arms, and it's nothing but love for those brothers and sisters who are within that that gun club. Um, and, and look, we we look to be working hand and foot. I mean, one of the biggest things that we need to understand as separate entities is that our separate organizations, when need be, need to be able to come to the table and unify when there is a common um, unifying factor and be able to all work together as long as it's not in compromising positions. Right. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm just trying to fill out like I want to have I would love to have uh, an episode where I have a representative from every order or organization on here and just everybody just chop it up and see what everybody's feelings are and you know maybe put some ideas around uh, of you know things that can be done and events that can be held to try and build some stuff. I mean, of course, unity, wherever there's unity can be had. Um, all I can say on that issue, brother, it, it is the best of luck. <laughs> the best of luck with that, brother. <laughs> and again, we'll talk later on and you'll see exactly where I'm coming from when I say that. But I already know where you're coming from. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know you, you're wanting uh, the Legion to grow uh, nationwide. Now, are, would you break it up into, say, chapters like some other groups? Or would you leave it as one organization uh, governed by one one body. Well, it will be broken down into uh, four distinct leaderships. It will be the local leadership, the regional leadership, and then the national leadership and as far as the, the fourth leadership, that is the shh, the hush hush part. I can't really, you know, talk about that. <laughs> I got you. I got you. All right, that's what's up, man. No, so if people wanted to to what if people want to follow you, what I mean, how how would they how would they follow you? How would they you know be able to see what's going on with the 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 order and and you and, and get the knowledge that you're putting out there, you know, on a regular basis. 
other than like TikTok or something, do you have any other platforms other than what you're working on out there currently that they could do that on? Yes, sir. Definitely. Uh, Facebook is always a, a avenue for the 66 Black Legion. So just find us on Facebook. Um, I'm getting ready to do a complete page makeover. But as soon as I do that, I will get that information to you and you can share it around. But you can definitely follow me on or follow the Legion, I should say, on the official 66 Black Legion Facebook page. Okay, so y'all actually have a Facebook page. Yes, sir. Um, we we are currently uh, working on revamping the page, changing a few things, adding a few things. But, you know, I mean, you know how it is when you have your platform. You have to do a little bit of revamping every now and then. So, But once everything is really done the way it needs to be, then that that's a page most definitely the followers need to, to check out. Okay, okay. Yeah, because I know you got your family right here. I said, look. <laughs> the future general right there. <laughs> future general, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and what's and and I and I would I would dare say, and, and I know for a fact, I'm sure those little ones back there are getting the the right education as far as their history. Uh, oh, oh, most definitely, most definitely. I mean, we just had an uh, not an incident. It, it's an incident and a blessing at, all at the same time. Uh, during Thanksgiving of last year, both of my children are uh, homeschooled. Um, one is virtually homeschooled, and, and the uh, the teacher asked him what Thanksgiving was, and his reply was pillage, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the teachers understood what he was saying when he meant pillage. And then we had another incident. I mean, it's not an incident. It's a blessing um, where where the teacher was talking about, uh, I believe, some, some something to do with, oh, St. Patrick's Day. She was, she was talking about St. Patrick's Day. And he was like, none of this is true. None of this is true. And again, the teacher, you know, caught a little giggle uh, of what he was really saying. So yes, they're definitely getting that black power, black power knowledge and education, um, and that's always going to be. <laughs> How old are they? One is one is eight, and the and the other one is six. Okay, okay, all right. That's what's up, man. I'm glad you, you know, what I'm saying, getting them right, and getting them educated. Make sure they don't go through life blind. Well, my brother, I, I hate to cut it short, but I don't oh, want yeah. my phone to, to disconnect and, and cut you off. But uh, we're on the way to uh, pick up something to eat. And when we get home, like I said, when we get the boys down, I'll definitely be giving you a call, my brother. All right, my brother. Y'all be blessed out there. Stay dangerous, as I always say. And thank you for Stay coming through. And, right. and like I said, Black Power 24-7-365. It don't stop right. until the caskets drop. <laughs> That's it right there. Casket, every casket that rolls out of our communities, 10 is going to roll out of theirs. It is. <laughs> hey, Black right, Power, freedom of death. All right, brother. Y'all be safe out there. Stay stay you healthy can. and smart, young kings. Most definitely, most definitely. Much love.
Well, brother. Talk to you soon. What's up, peoples? So that was my man. I uh, hope y'all enjoyed the live, chopping it up with him. What y'all, what y'all think about the brother? What y'all think? Matter of fact, I'll let some of y'all come in here and speak on it. I'm going to drop the link out here. Let y'all come in and speak on it before we get up out of here. Hootie Who jumped up in the building. Devil Raw, I know you got something to say. Come on. Good night, Daniel. Appreciate you coming through, my brother. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't bore you, my man. I look forward to checking out this video about this here, this little surprise you're working on. Y'all go and subscribe to my man's channel. Daniel, God is my judge. Y'all go subscribe to his channel. Yes, sir. Man, I appreciate everybody coming through, man. I always enjoy chopping it up with that brother, man. That brother, is, he's a knowledgeable brother. Good dude, man. Good dude. Got a big heart. Very genuine brother. He keeps it 100. He keeps it real. Ain't nothing fake about him. You know what I'm saying? And uh, he, he's just a real dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get my daughter to bed right now. Yeah, he got a lot of good info. I'm a sub for sure. That's what's up. That's what's up. I know there's a few of y'all in here right now. Anybody got anything new this week? I know about one. Who else got something? I know some of y'all got something for me. We're going to do a live uh, probably next week. I'm thinking about going live on Utreon and doing uh, doing a... Uh, race subscribers guns live like actually live where you can actually pick up and hold a gun and show it on camera without just showing pictures so i think that'll be pretty dope if we don't do it next week we'll do it the following week but it's, it's definitely going to be coming in the next couple of weeks i'll put it out there when i get ready to do it which i'm going to have to be following me and sub to me on utreon to participate and actually i might do it on no, I'm not doing it on YouTube at all. So, yeah, we're going to do it on Utreon. So, I'll let y'all know. The link to my Utreon is in the link of every video. And uh, <clears throat> you can definitely subscribe to me over there as well. My staccatos came. C2 and XC. Oh, oh. Locked in. Got two staccatos. He got two staccatos. I see you. I see you. So what you saying, Dan? You got C, you got got a new CZ? Is that what you trying to say? You got a new CZ on deck too? Uh huh. Now you holding out? My man told Devil Row to chill out. <laughs> nah, ain't no chilling out, man. What's up, Kingdom? What's good with you, fam? Kingdom Defense in the building. Yeah, I've been carrying my CZ today, dang. 
He said, I ain't said nothing. <laughs> Devereaux said he ain't said nothing uh, locked in. Anybody got any new prepping stuff? No carbon QB on there. Prepper life. I've been slipping on my prepping stuff. But I, I stay stocked up on stuff, so I'm pretty good. Pretty good. I got some new stuff in. Do some videos on. Came home to some, some packages uh, from one of my sponsors. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to flash that through there like, yeah, right there. I'll tell you what, I love coming home to packages waiting on me. It's like Christmas. It's like Christmas. Didn't even know that was coming. Just showed up. Then I had a package come yesterday. Yep. I don't know how that one's going to work out, though. I got to figure out how I'm going to do that one, how I'm going to do that video. I think I know what I'm going to do, though. Rented a staccato P today. You understand the hype now, huh? Oh, so oh you so when they say you gonna learn today, you learn, huh? Them staccatos, they nice, ain't they, man? They nice, they just expensive. I, I have not got to the point to where I am willing to spend that much money on a pistol. I just I'm not a gunster. I can't do it. What up, Nola Saint? What's up with you? What's up with you? I do have my eye on something I want to get. I can't tell y'all what it is yet, but I do got my eye on something I want to get. So I'm going I'm to sit back and chill on that one and marinate on it. I did do a video on something I ain't told nobody I got yet, though. It'll be up here pretty soon. I got a lot of videos that I just got through editing. Some of them already uploaded and set to premiere. Some of them I'm still working on editing. Uh, locked in. I'll let you shoot him in Nashville. That and my 408. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I like shooting other people's guns. Because it'd be guns I don't have. So that means I get to try out something new. I always, I'm always down to shoot a gun. I'm always down for pulling triggers. He said that's a new motor. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, them Cicados, man. That shit, that's a good used car back in the day. Shit, you dropped about three grand on a good used car. Can't do it now, but you could back in the day. Shit, that get you a Regal, a Cutlass, or something. Might even get you a short dog. Good old Sedanville. Shit. Get you a, a Cutlass. Throw some thirties and bows on that junk. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to Nashville. How many of y'all coming to Nashville? I'm looking forward to it, man. This junk gonna be. This is gonna be. This is gonna be a hard one to beat. I don't know how how RGG gonna top this one. I don't know how he gonna top this one. I think the only way he gonna top this one is to take it to Vegas or something. But I don't even think if he took it to Vegas, he'd be able to top this one. Yeah, that's right. Like that Nashville gonna be special. It's definitely gonna be lit for sure. For 
for sure, for sure. I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm I'm looking more forward to it this year than I was last year. You know what I'm saying? Last year was dope. You know what I'm saying? But I'm definitely, definitely excited for this year. The camaraderie, the guns. I I don't miss the heat. I don't I don't miss the heat at all. I, I don't miss the heat. Mm-mm. Nope. Sure don't. Nope. Not me. But yeah, it was great, man. It's a good time. You know what I'm saying? Being able to put a name, a face with the name. When you see it on YouTube, like right now, Devil Row, all I see is a picture of a cop. Look like a cutlass. You know what I'm saying? And then locked in, that looked like his fist or something. You know what I'm saying? Kingdom, all I see is a G. You know what I'm saying? So being able to actually put a face with that name is, you know, it's pretty dope. And seeing that people is really, really cool. I might bring a trailer and try to grab a, a G body. Man, I'm sure there's plenty of them around here, brother. I'm sure there's plenty. Just look, look, man, look on Craigslist and Auto Trailer Trader and uh, Auto Tempest and stuff like that. You'll find one. Pick that thing up and roll it back with you. Where you coming from, anyway, Devil Row? Uh, that's a Buick Grand National GNS. Woo! Yeah, yeah. That's that one right there. Them Grand Nationals, man, they get down. They ain't playing with you. Yeah, them Grand Nationals get down. I used to work with a cat that had one, man, when I was younger. And uh, we rode in that thing to an event for work. I was like, shit. South, Southwest PA, that's what's up. Yeah, you up there. Uh, what, what's the old boy name? Got raided by the feds up there. On me in a Hellcat. Yeah. He used to have this little junk called Gears TV back in the day that I used to subscribe to. That shit was dope. I missed that. Man, I missed that. I have never been to Pennsylvania, ever. My daughter, her mama was actually born and raised in, I think it's Williamsburg is what it's called. I think it's Williamsburg, what that place called. I was just moving here when it happened. Yeah. Yeah, dude, he was cool too, man. So I've been messing with dude since before he was on the haircut. I remember when he was targeting 1080p. So when he started the Omen Hellcat thing, he wiped out the whole channel, all the content that was on there, and changed the name of the channel. So I was already following him before he even did all that. Kick up dust. What's up, kid? Man, click the click the link, kick up dust. I hit you up earlier. You ain't even hear me back. Everything's a bird there. <laughs> Yeah, she uh she was born in Williamsburg, I believe it is, and then when she was younger, like a teenager, they moved to Staten Island, and then uh, 
She moved here to Nashville. What's up, Black Arican? What's going on? I hit you back. I hit you back like a half hour later. I was at the shop. I just got home. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I hit you. What's going on? How's everything? Man, everything good, man. Everything good, man. What's been good? What you found? Shit, working like crazy. True ghost, what up? What up? Yeah, man. What's up, man? I seen you out here doing the, the videos of Black Rambo and everything. I saw you. I saw you. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. you know, content, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it is what it is. You bigger than I thought you were, though. I'm not big. I'm not big at all, bro. Yeah, you bigger oh, than I thought I you were. Size? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm a monster, bro. I'm like 6'2", 270, 280. Yeah, like, I'm, yeah I'm, not, I'm not a small dude. Yeah, I saw you on on the video. I was like, damn, he bigger than I thought he was. He pretty Yeah, nah, I'm not, I'm not a small dude. I thought you was a runt. Yeah, nah. You, you, you know still with the big dogs. I see. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the, I'm, I'm on the giant side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the giant side. What's going on? How's everything? Man, everything good, brother. Everything good. You coming to Nashville, right? Yep. All right, that's what's up. That's what's yep. up. Man, so many, when are you coming in? Are you coming in on that Thursday or are you coming in before that? Uh, I might come in before that. I might come in before that. Well, I'll let you okay. know for sure if I do. Um, I don't know exactly how my schedule is going to be that week. You know, I don't know if it's going to be beneficial for me to make a vacation out of it on some Monday to Monday type deal and just be out there or, you know, be out there for a few days. Gotcha, gotcha. Locked in, what up? Yeah, man. I'm a uh, big Dre. What's uh, a good safe bar in Nashville? Um, to be honest with you, um, I got a homie that's uh, head of security for this little spot called uh, Tim Roof. You know what I mean? My homie Jamal, he he had a security over that joint. So I right, told him we, some of us probably popped through. And then um, this other cat that we come in the shop, he owned a couple of restaurants and stuff around town. Um, I think he got a spot we can we can go over there and, and chill out too. It's a black owned spot. You know what I mean? It's kind of in the hood though, but y'all shouldn't be worried about that. Yeah. <laughs> Never worried about the hood. <laughs> and then I got a. Uh, I think out there by the airport, there's a, a, a as a matter of fact, the hotel has a, a nice, well, it, I don't know about now. I know it did have a nice little bar and then we used to go and have drinks after work when I used to work right there by the hotel. I used to work in the office right there next to that hotel. I might not drink that much. I'm, I know I'm not going to drink that much. I'm not sure. Yeah, don't, don't get, don't get lit and start acting real stupid out here, man, because these cops out here will bust your head open. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, uh, yeah, I ain't gonna drink too much. I'll probably have, like, a shot or two, a beer or two, something like that. Ain't nothing wrong. Just respect the area. That's it, bro. If you, if you know how to move accordingly anywhere you go, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you should be able to identify an issue later, and you, you like ahead of time and know how to get out of it for the most part. Right, right. What's good, Maurice? What's good? What's good? 
Yeah, I'm. I drink, but I don't drink a whole whole lot. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like one of them dudes that go out get. I don't like when I'm out. I'll have a couple of drinks, but I don't never get drunk to a point to where I don't know what's going on. I can't handle myself. Yeah, no, nah, that's that's never that's never good. Yeah, yeah. I know some cats that get so drunk, man. They like, shoot, man. I, I I got lit last night, man. Woke up over here, then you know how I got there, like, man. You yeah, no, nah, that's not cool. Yeah, I'm not nineteen. I'm not nineteen no more. This ain't college days. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I I think I have one experience where I was on some tequila one day, and that was the last time I drank tequila. And I was drinking a tequila, right? And I was, we were just taking shot after shot, just killing it, man. This big bottle of Jose Cuervo. Yeah. And I woke up twice in two different places. Damn. And didn't know how I got to either one of them. And the first place I woke up at, I guess somebody thought it was funny. And, you know, I was, I was in the streets, you know what I'm saying? I was doing my thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I came to... Everything, and I mean everything that was in my pockets was just laid out on the coffee table in front of me. So somebody then went all through my pockets and took everything out of my pockets. It's crazy. They didn't take nothing. They just laid it on the table. I guess they were trying to say, hey, I got you. you Like, yo, we wanted to get you. We would have got you, like, straight up. Yeah, so I I ain't never doing that again, ever. That right yeah. there was a wake up call for me. That is not the move. Uh, yep, that's right. Never wrote a lesson. <laughs> two places and two different times. Yeah, that's that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, woke up two different places. Two different places. I woke up at my little sister house, my little play sister house, the first time. And then the second time, I woke up over in the hood. And uh, I was at my cousin's house, and I was like, how the hell did I get here? I don't remember. I don't remember leaving the spot that we started drinking at to even get to any of these places. I don't remember leaving none of these places. That's uh, that's definitely uh, that's not good. That's not good. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I used to be the type of dude, you know, back in the day, you, your homie hitting a 40, like, let me hit that 40. You hit the yeah. 40 with him. <laughs> yeah. I don't do that shit no more either. So... I was with uh, my homie Kevin, his brother Jason, uh, this other dude named Brian Quarter, and uh, it was some more people, man. It was like 10 of us. So the Brian dude had this three liter of Mountain Dew, and he was like, it's Mountain Dew and Signal 7. So I'm like, all right, run it. I'll drink it with you. So we drank it and stuff, you know what I'm saying? And uh, all of a sudden, I was like, man, I'm feeling weird. So, lights went out, bro. I woke up. I woke up, and when I woke up, I was sitting at the at a in a chair like this, and there was a stripper right there. (laughs) I was like, okay. So we in the strip club. The only thing I remember after that was waking up in a Waffle House with this big white dude named Biscuit. They called him Biscuit because he looked like a big-ass Biscuit. <laughs> I remember opening my eyes, and he's just sitting there just rubbing on me and shit. And I'm like, dude, get the fuck off me, cuz. Like, you know what I'm saying? What the hell? <laughs> so this motherfucker rolling, he on some uh, some ecstasy. He rolling. Oh, my God. 
And I'm trying to figure out why I'm so fucked up off this Seagram and shit. Because I didn't drink that much. I drank, like, maybe the equivalent to this bottle right here, which would be shit for me. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. So I didn't find out till way later that dude had crushed up and put seven roofies in that drink. Damn. So he, I got roofied that night. That's crazy. That's not good. Yeah. So after that, like, I won't drink after nobody, not even my own kid. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my my yeah, daughter. Nah, like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> after experience like that, that's that's not that's not the move, man. Thank God you're all right. You know what I'm saying? Because those situations could be a lot worse. You know, it could be a lot worse. Nah, Maurice, <laughs> I didn't almost have a broke back mountain experience. <laughs> I almost caught a uh, a Snoop Dogg murder was a case experience. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. I just I can't I can't do that no more, man. That's funny. Yeah, man, you gotta be careful, man. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm gonna be in Nashville having a good time. I'm gonna be super far from home. I ain't I ain't gonna be drinking like that. So I'm gonna tell y'all about Nashville. So reason Nashville is so famous and everybody wants to come here. So before COVID, Nashville had become the number one tourist destination. Oh, damn. And it was due to the bachelorette parties. Damn. So for some reason, everybody wanted to have that bachelorette party here. So you'd be trying to move around downtown and shit on the weekends and shit, and it would just be bachelorette parties everywhere, just walking around, bachelorette shirts and shit. Bachelorette party, I'm getting married. <laughs> Everywhere, bro. They would be everywhere. And like I was driving Uber and Lyft at the time, and I would go to the airport, and they'd be like, "You picking up me?" You know what I'm saying? I, and then Mandy would have her and like ten friends. I'm like, okay, so y'all got like three Ubers worth of people here for bachelorette parties. Hell, one day I dropped off a bachelorette party at their Airbnb, drove away. The thing jumped off, and the, the thing it looped me right back around the block. Yeah, and I picked up a bachelor party at the house right next door to him. Oh my god! Yeah, and it's it just be like that, man. So, like moving around downtown Nashville, I haven't been down there since everything reopened. Yeah, if it's anything like it was before, you gotta walk everywhere, bro. Take an Uber downtown and just get out and just walk. Just walk (laughs) as well, right? (laughs) Just walk because like Manhattan. It makes no sense. You walk, you get there faster. Yeah, man. So from First Avenue or Riverfront all the way to like Fifth Avenue on both sides of the street and down the side streets be nothing but honky-tonks, what they call honky-tonks, which are clubs and bars. And them just can be anywhere from one floor to five floors on the rooftop or four floors on the rooftop. That's crazy. And And it's just thousands of people just walking around drunk as hell and then you go on the other end of downtown go over to to music row music row is like it's like bars 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 hit the roundabout studios you know what i'm saying and then you can go on up and hit this other strip up closer to, to vanderbilt and it's just a whole nother strip of bars and clubs and shit and that's where all the college kids be at and so it's like, and then you can go to East Nashville and there's more little bars and shit. It's like, it's just a party, man. It's like a, a big ass party. party. That's, yeah. Yeah, nah, I, nah. That sounds like a whole lot of trouble. 
<laughs> that sounds like a whole lot of trouble. That sounds like a whole lot of trouble. Oh man. He said freak Nick equals bachelorette parties. <laughs> Bro, that sounds like a whole lot of trouble. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. You can tell the thirsty dudes that be downtown. Cause I'd be walking around like, oh shit. Oh shit. Yeah, you new to this shit. You ain't used to it. Right. I ain't I ain't, I'm good. <laughs> you, 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 once you, you once you told me club with five floors and a rooftop, I'm good. <laughs> that, that's the type of place I walk in, and I'm like, yo, I'll see you guys Monday. It's Saturday. <laughs> I can't do it. No, I know myself. So like, a lot of people got spots here. Like Kid Rock has a spot here. Uh, Jason Aldean has a spot here. Uh, was it Dirk, Bentley and Dirks? Dirks and Bentley? Something like that. They got a spot down there. Um, so, like, you know, you got BB Kings. Uh, but, like, most people like to go to Kid Rocks. And then uh, Jason Aldean's, I think, is another one I like to go to. But I think both of them are four floors plus a rooftop. So. Yeah, nah, I can't do it. I've, I've been to Tennessee. Um, not like to hang out. I've been to Bud's Gun Shop. Okay, that's a Ville. Yeah, yeah I've been, ain't nothing up there but rednecks in Dollywood. Yeah, nah, it was a little. <laughs> I was uh, this when I was uh, like transporting cars and stuff, doing a hot shot, and I seen I was on forty, I was on I forty, and I see Bud's Gun Shop, and I was like, nah, no way. I got, I checked it on my phone. I looked. I was like, yo, it's right off the exit. <laughs> Right off, but outside of that, I've, I've driven through you know Tennessee a bunch of times, like all through Tennessee. I'm talking from the Virginia side all the way out to Arkansas. Okay, the whole I-40. You know what I'm saying? Like even down to the the Bass Pro Shop Pyramid. You know, yeah, all that's, down to, that's down in Memphis. Yeah, Memphis. You know, Memphis is rough. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, Memphis fucked up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Memphis fucked up. Memphis People be going to Memphis. They like, I'm gonna go to Graceland. It's safe over there, bitch. Graceland is in fucking Blackhaven. It's dangerous Yo. You a I was, I, was at the light. I was at the light in Memphis. I look left. I look right. I was like, I'm locking these doors. Just <laughs> <laughs> on my lap and lock these doors. Be good, melanated high priestess. Thank you for coming through, sis. Melanated, what's going on? Yeah, bro. That's that's uh. I don't know. Uh, see, see, Devil Road know about it. He he know he done been there and uh locked in too. The Aldeans, uh Dirks, Billing, all those spots is on Broad Broadway. So literally Broadway is seriously no lie, like from Riverfront all the way to Fifth Avenue. Like it's literally just back to back bars and honky tonks. Back to back. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's probably like a hundred and fifty of them just just Honky tonk. So a honky tonk is a bar, huh? Yeah, yeah. They call it a honky tonk, but it's really just a, a bar or a club. There's a country. Actually, there's a country. Actually, we won't be able to go to BB Kings anymore. I forgot about that. BB Kings. Um, what's that other country club that's real, real famous? Wild Horse. Um, all that shit was over there where that where that bomb went off at. That Damn. was on Second Avenue, up in there. 
Nashville, Nashville's definitely going to be fun. I know that. It's going to be yeah. fun. Yeah, 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 for sure. One, yeah, you can find it to run around. You know, I'm not at work. You know what I'm saying? I, I get to run around in Nashville for a few days, and I'm the type of person that I don't need a bunch of people to have fun. I'll have fun by myself. <laughs> I'll figure out a way, you know? But I'm yeah. going to put a cap on it. I'm going to put a cap on it because. Yeah, you're going to have to, man. Because if you come up here and you mess around, don't put a cap on it, you'll mess around and wake up and be like, the hell? You're going to see me the range day. You're going to see me at the range day looking like a beat up alley. <laughs> <laughs> crazy out here. It's crazy out here. <laughs> yeah, I man. Was, but I had to. I had to, Dre. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a different experience, man. It's a different experience. I got to break out the Red Wings. That's what you're telling me? You're going to break out the Red Wings? Nope. I'm going to Jordan or phone pass. I'm going something. I'm going to be me. So we got – it's one place. It's a bar and a boot shop all in one. And if I'm Absolutely. not mistaken, when it's open, like during the day, it's a boot place yeah. where you buy boots and at night it's a bar. That's crazy. That's dope. But you can go in there and buy boots and like get buy one get one free boots and shit. That's crazy. Get some work boots. Gotta stop by there. It says it sounds like Friday is slick recovery day. Do one second. Nashville, the downtown start jumping on Thursday. Give me one second, Dre. Hold on. All right, you good? Yeah, Nashville start jumping on Thursday night, man. You can you can go down there on Thursday night and get lit. And that's going to be uh, Memorial Day weekend, so it's going to be extra crunk. It's going to be super. It's going to be all kind of people in town for that. I know when we had the um, we had the NFL draft here. Man, that was like like six hundred thousand people here that weekend that just came in for the draft, like. There's pictures you can look up. If you look up NFL draft, my fact, I'll pull it up right now. But you look up the draft in Nashville, bro. And it was nothing but people all the way down Broadway. Oh, they're looking like they're trying to bring the draft back here in 24 or 25. That'll be dope. That'll be dope. Let's see. If I can find some good pictures for y'all. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, I'm gonna say I can't wait to meet everybody and stuff. So right here, that was Broadway during the draft. That's all that's people. Crazy. That's, crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. I probably yo I, <laughs> talking about social anxieties. I probably have a heart attack. <laughs> and so, like, you see all these places right here. Yeah, going up here. Those are like honky tonks and bars. Oh, this is honky tonks and bars. 
this big blue building right here, that's what they call the Batman building. So, like up top, it's got the big antennas sticking up like Batman's head. They call it the Batman building. Drunk people dubbed that name. They were like, that's the Batman building. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they had the draft, like, it was like right there, bro. That's dope, man. It's in the Titan Stadium. So, if you go down, if you're on Broadway and you walk all the way down the riverfront, when you get to riverfront, you're going to be looking at the Titan Stadium. That's dope. Yeah, so it's pretty lit. Uh, Let me see. I'm gonna head out, bro. I was coming by. I know you hit me up, so I was like, let me go see what's going on. Like, I don't know, like, you know, like. I don't know. I'm that type of person. Like you, you like you leave a message. I gotta answer you back. You know what I'm saying? Like, like. Oh yeah. So. I'm the same way, brother. You know, enjoy your night, brother. Hi, you too, my man. Be good, brother. Yes, sir. Oh, there you go. So, like, all these. This is just some of the the stuff that's out there. But I don't know if y'all, how well y'all can see it, but that's how Nashville looks at night. All that right there. That whole strip, just it's like that on both sides going down through there. Uh, let me see. So I can get y'all some, uh, trying to get y'all some, some pictures and stuff so y'all can know what to expect when y'all come here. So that's the Batman building I was just showing y'all right there. Tongue Highway. Uh, so this has got the names of them all here. They don't actually show you the whole strip. But yeah, that's what's dope, man. That's what's dope. Y'all gonna like it. Y'all gonna like it. What's up, Ms. Ewing? How you doing? Only been the Nashville on the Greyhound. Oh, shit. You was right there by downtown. You could have walked to it. You was literally right up the street. Well, I think y'all definitely going to enjoy it. If you drinkers, you got plenty of places to drink. That's for sure. And food. So much food here. So much food. There's food for non-meat eaters, meat eaters, non-hot food lovers, hot food lovers. If 
you come here, you got to try some natural hot chicken. And if you're going to try natural hot chicken, you got to get it from Princess because they're the OG. They're the ones that originated natural hot chicken. That's where it came from. Anybody else is an imposter. They just copycatting. So you got to eat the original. So, but yeah, Hattie B's isn't bad though, but the original is, is Princess. I need that plug on the 10 mil. I got you, brother. I got you. When you get here, when you touch down, hit me up on IG. Matter of fact, you can hit me up on IG now if you want to. Shoot me your info. I'll chop it up with you between now and then. And when you get here, I'll take you to the plug. I will take you to the plug. I got you. $2. You got the 3D seasons and the drip sauces. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot to do here, man. And we just recently just opened up the um African African American Museum of Music. Um that's right on Broadway too. Follow my squares. If y'all uh, get here in time, maybe I'll take y'all downtown. We'll go up and check out the uh, the Tennessee Grand Lodge. But yeah, man. Anybody want to go to some gun stores or whatever, y'all can come out to my store. Um, when y'all get to town, hit me up. I can come out to my shop. Y'all want to cop something, chop it up, whatever. Y'all want to come up here and shoot. Um, let me know. You try and plug something up. But definitely, if y'all want to pick up something to take home with y'all, or have sent back home, if it depends on what it is you're picking up, then you know what I'm saying. I can bring you up to the shop, get y'all right. And that's for gonna be a good time for sure. Is anybody planning on picking up something while they're here? You know, picking up an AR or a pistol or something? I'm building all the stuff I'm bringing to the event. <clears throat> God, that's one of them right there behind me. Right there. I'm not going crazy this year. I'm chillaxing. Not bringing no crazy triggers or nothing like that. All right, two dollars. What's up? Shit, we can definitely uh, hook up for sure, for sure. I'm off Thursday and Friday, Saturday and Sunday that week. Yeah, I took off four days that week. Well, I was already off Thursday and Friday. I, that's my regular days off. And then uh, I took off Saturday and Sunday. Got some plans for some dope, dope, dope content Sunday morning, early Sunday morning. 
So while y'all waking up, packing up, getting ready to roll out, I'll still be filming, recording, doing some stuff. I just started Instagram two days ago, fam. Actually, I think I think you I think you followed me on there if I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken, I think you did, brother. I think you did. I don't fool with Twitter. I have a Twitter, but I never post on there. I never post on there. I hate Twitter. If y'all haven't followed me on Utreon, that's a new a new thing. It's kind of like YouTube. Follow me on Utreon, GunStreamer, all that stuff, man. I got links for all my social media down in the descriptions of my videos. On my regular videos, I don't put... I don't think I... I might have them on these too. I don't know, but I do put all the all that stuff in the description. It'd be so much stuff to try and keep up with. I try and and get on stuff that I can plug into to YouTube to try and like. Um, Everything I post on YouTube goes to Gunstreamer and Utreon. So, what's up, Deuce? What's good with you, fam? How you liking that doggone rival you got there, buddy? How you liking that rival? I got to shoot one, finally, since you ain't brought to us back up to the shop. I did get to shoot one. I picked up something else since last time I saw you. Yep. Y'all Peanut got some mean coming to Nashville. He got a little mean thing coming to Nashville. Yeah, I helped him put it together. So hopefully he'll have everything situated by Nashville. If it all gets situated, he he finna have something nice coming. Well, he already here, but anybody got anything special that they getting, building, or bringing just for Nashville? I'm thinking about making some merch to bring with me down there. Thinking about it. thinking about it. Matter of fact, if I brought some merch, what would y'all want me to bring? What shirts would y'all want me to bring? I'll pull it up for y'all so y'all can tell me what shirts y'all want me to bring. Bringing a Mose and the Gun. Popped off my shockwave today. That was dope. That's what's up. Might bring some drip soft shirts. <laughs> Let's see, I'm gonna do it like this. 
Let me get two dollars. Comment off screen. So, uh, next one. So we got the Let's Go Brandon joint, the Banger City joint, the Stay Dangerous joint, just a tip. It's just a tip right there. And then, uh, got this just a tip. Got this stay dangerous joint. Got this joint right here. So I can bring some of them. I thought about making a shirt where y'all could just scan the shirt. And come straight here and just order what you want. I think that's what I might do. That would be easier to move around versus ordering a whole bunch of shirts and making a whole bunch of shirts and bringing. We got the mask and stuff, the hats and all that stuff too. We got some for y'all too, ladies. We got a little something for y'all too. Got the little t-shirt dress, t-shirt dress jump off. And got the little t-shirt. Yeah, so we got something for all y'all. Got the mass jumps. This right here. Y'all pay attention. Yeah, that's real soon. Real soon. But all these are available now. You can get these now. So if there's something particular, all right, OG, be good, man. If there's something in particular y'all want, I don't know if I'm going to bring a whole bunch of stuff, man. That's a lot of stuff to be trying to lug around. So I might, I might just go with the original jump. It should definitely be a skills competition of all survival type of skills for the natural event. Yeah, that would be dope. That would be dope. I mean, I don't know how. I don't know how much we're gonna be allowed to do at the event. You know what I'm saying? I know we got the got the pretty much the run of the place and they setting it up, but I don't know like how we would set that event up. You know what I'm saying? Have something like that. I, that would be a Lido question. That would be a RGG question. What's happening, Brass Hoarder? What's good with you, homie?
But yeah, I think that would definitely be dope for sure. So that's stuff, man. Y'all need to be telling uh, RGG, man. They need to add this in to the whole thing. Like, man, you need to add this to the event if possible. But yeah, man, we had a good show tonight. Appreciate my brother, Azure LeBeau, for coming through. As soon as he gave me his information um, of where of how to follow him on like TikTok and um, follow his order. If y'all are interested, um, I'll post that information. If uh, if you're interested in, in joining the order, you know, I'll get that information as well. Yeah, man, you got to make them Benjamins, man. Got to make God take care of the home front, the family. Got to pay them bills. You know, got to do that. Yeah, man. Appreciate all y'all coming through, man. Appreciate y'all for coming through, definitely. But y'all be safe out there, man. I'm finna hop off here, go ahead and eat me some chili and uh, chillax. Been a long day at work. Gotta get up and do it again in the morning. Y'all be blessed. Stay dangerous. And we out this camp. Deuces. <laughs>